Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome back, listeners. It is Tuesday. I'm here on the Victory Point Bible Reading Plan podcast, and it is Tom and John here back for day number two as we dive further into the book of Proverbs. Uh, But before we get to that, we have to get our uh, King Charles III questions out of the way, John. Mm -hmm. So far, you are one for two. All right. Okay. Uh, Here's question number three. Um, He can actually speak what language? Hindi, Spanish, or Welsh? Ooh, I would. I know Welsh is a language, so why would he le- learn the other two? I would say Welsh. It is correct. He learned. <laughs> he, he knows how to speak yes. Welsh. Now, growing up in in England, did you ever hear the Welsh language? I did. And it's very strange. It's not like English at all, <laughs> no, right? No, you cannot understand it okay. unless you speak it. Okay. And they have a lot of long words in Welsh, too. In fact, I think the longest word in the English language is, is a Welsh word. Interesting. Yeah. And anyway. it's not supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but it's something like that. Exactly. Okay. So you can speak Welsh. And question number four. Um, he first met Diana when he was dating who? Was he dating her older sister? Was he dating her best friend? Was he dating her teacher? He first met Diana when he was dating who? Hmm. Older sister, best friend, teacher. I'd say sister. Yes, it is her older sister. Hey. You are you are three for four, uh-huh. John. <laughs> Great. Three for four. I was going to say cello on that first question, too. Oh, were you? Were you? Well, unfortunately, you did not say cello. (laughs) So you were sitting at three out of four. Sure. Okay. Again, we're just trying to see how much of an expert are are you on the current monarch in in the United Kingdom, in the UK. You bet. All right. Thank you. Um, Typically, Tuesday tends to be our Testimony Tuesday, where we give our uh, guests a chance to just talk a little bit about what the Lord's been doing in their life lately or what the Lord uh, did in their life um, many years ago. And just before we push record, John said he wanted to share a little bit about this whole journey coming from England and over here to the U.S. and kind of what the Lord did through that. Sure, sure. Yeah, I grew up, obviously, in England, and uh, yeah, it was... I was as I was when I was a younger child. We uh, my parents took me to church, and uh, yeah, we kind of hopped around to different churches that I remember, and learned all the, the you know the the Bible songs and all the Bible stories, and just uh, yeah. As as I grew older, um, I remember going to a church when I was like eleven, twelve years old with my with my parents, and the pastor of that church happened to pass away suddenly and uh after that i remember that we we didn't attend church it's, it's like my my father said if god can take away this this good man you know hmm. I, i'm not gonna have any part of that hmm. which you know i didn't understand at the time but uh so i grew up in my teen years not going to church and kind of getting in with the with the wrong crowd also and uh yeah i i was kind of allowed to to do that so when I did eventually come to the States, um, my uh, uncle and aunts that I have here uh, started taking me to church. And, wow, this is brand new to me, but uh, it seemed 
like, wow, this is this is kind of a, a throwback to my early years, and uh, I really enjoyed it. And uh, you know, the the, the preaching, the, the singing, the worship, and uh, from that time on, I think I, I just kind of turned my life around. And uh, when I, yeah, my my uncle and aunt, my relatives here were definitely vibrant Christians and, and they very much appealed to me. So from that time on, I think uh, I just started to, to turn my life around and uh, come back to the Lord and, and start going to church. And uh, and my wife and I, when I, we were married, first married, uh, she grew up in Central Avenue, CRC in, mm-hmm. in downtown Holland. So we attended actually there for 25 years and made profession of faith at that time. And since then, I've... Uh, We've been baptized in Lake Michigan by Pastor Matt. That's right. Um, and one one summer day, which was was a wonderful experience too. So, yeah. So since coming to America, praise the Lord, been been walking in the faith ever mm-hmm. since. So mm-hmm. that's kind of a long story short. So, but uh, so what I'm hearing is God orchestrating a move in your life. Mm-hmm. Right from one country to another country, very much so. And, 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 and the Lord used that move, yes, to remind you of who you are and what He has done for you. And um, exactly, yeah, yes, so, uh, yeah. Very happy to to be a part of Victory Point Ministries here. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you for sharing that. Sure, that's a very cool story. You bet. All right, so Proverbs chapter two is where we're focusing on today. And again, because it is 22 verses, John and I are not planning on reading the whole entire um, passage. Um, But we are going to, at least the title that is at the top of our chapter twos in our Bibles is called The Moral Benefits of Wisdom. Again, yesterday we talked about how wisdom is a skill, right? It's a skill that you can improve, that you can get better at being a wise person, and it's a skill of, of living in a way that honors God. Well, if you have that skill, and if you're living in a way that honors God, there are going to be some benefits to that. Now, when I when I read through the first couple of verses, verses one through four, I noticed that um, like like if you want this thing called wisdom, it, it's you have to be active, right? Because in verses one through four, I see words like accept, um, store up. Um, turning your ear and applying your heart and calling out and crying aloud and looking for and searching for. And so to me, that was the first thing that jumped out at me. Like, so if I, Tom, want more wisdom in my life, I have to be active about it. I don't just, I'm, I'm not just going to sit back and be passive hoping to get some wisdom. No, I got to search for it. Mm-hmm. I have to look for it. Like verse four says, as if I'm looking for silver, I have to cry aloud for it. In verse three, I have to call out for it. Um, and so it's something that I, in my life, need to be active about, not just passively sitting around hoping to get wisdom. No, I have to actually cry out and look for and search for it. And if I do, then, like in verse 6, it said, then the Lord will give wisdom. And um, so that's the, that's the first thing I kind of noticed in here about um, of what, what Solomon is trying to teach us about this whole thing called wisdom. What about you, John? Well— <clears throat> what I was going to say yesterday, and I ran out. We ran out of time, I guess. But um, <clears throat> I was reading a, another Bible that was written by uh, Max Lucado, mm-hmm. and he he was saying that 
um, the book of Psalms, which precedes Proverbs, is all about how how we interact with God, and then the following book of Proverbs tells us how we interact with each other, mm-hmm. with others. Okay. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Right. And he, he also, Max Lucado also said that lamps, that the, these nuggets of wisdom are all like lamps that uh, light our way and, and that hopefully chase away the darkness in, in, in our lives and in the world. So, and it also the, the, the first part of, of Proverbs is uh, addressed to mostly to young people, um, but also they're very relevant to us too. But uh, and it's all about how to live according to God's laws and principles, and it's it's obviously very practical advice. You know that proverbs are, are also called parables or teaching morals, sayings, riddles, instructions um, in, in those morals, and it compares the ways of the wise. And 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 evil, and and what their outcomes are. So, mm. but I did um, in chapter two look at verses nine through eleven, and verses twenty through twenty-two, which I would like to read. It says then you verse nine says then you will understand what is right and just and fair, which is something similar that you read in chapter one. There, the right, just, and fair, yeah. and. Uh, for every good path, for wisdom will enter your heart, and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Uh, discretion will protect you, and understanding will guard you. These are all wonderful benefits of, of wisdom, so, because it enters into you, into your mind, your heart, and your soul. And uh, those things will protect you against evil, and the, the, the understanding will guard you against the evil one. And then again in verses 20 through 22, it says, Thus you will walk in the ways of the good and keep to the paths of the righteous. For the upright will live in the land and the blameless will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from from the land and the unfaithful will be torn from it. So again, that comparison of of the the good and the evil, the one, one will be will live and remain the other one will be cut off and torn from it so right and uh it says you know this is my understanding well, the wisdom will save you from wicked men and women because it, it talks about wicked in verse uh 12 about wicked men and then again in verse 16 about adulterous woman mm-hmm. so that that this wisdom will help hopefully save you from those those people that that want to lead you down wrong paths, I guess, right. especially when you're young, which is what happened to me. And it's, you know, Solomon, who wrote, obviously wrote uh, Proverbs, was a, basically addressing the Jewish people. And they already knew God because, you know, he, he, they were his chosen people. And he, they knew his commands, but they had drifted and strayed away. And, uh, but they 
also needed that wisdom to to stay on the right paths. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I... It's interesting. You keep bringing up that word path. Yeah. And Solomon uses that phrase or that terminology quite a bit. Like you mentioned verse 9. Right. You know, if you have wisdom, then, you know, every good path. Yeah. You know, and even... um, Verse 13. Yeah, verse 13 talks about the path too. Straight paths. Straight paths. Um, Yesterday um, in chapter 1, verse 15... um, he was talking about foolish people mm-hmm. and it says, my son, do not go along with them. Do not set foot on their paths. paths. And so I think as we get, dive more into the book of Proverbs, we're going to see that analogy used more and more. This whole idea of walking. Yeah. What kind of a path are you walking on? And I liked how you said earlier about lamps. Yeah. Was that Max Lucado that mentions yes. that Proverbs are sort of like lamps? Right. To our feet. Uh, yes. Right. And you also mentioned how. The book of Proverbs is how we deal with each other, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like we said yesterday, from chapter five on, right. it's, we're going to be getting some lamps, I think, from I Solomon think so. about how to deal with things like family, right. how to deal with wealth and money, how yeah. to deal with like your anger and how mm-hmm. to deal with um, just life, right? you know, and how we deal with think, each other. Exactly. And so the whole idea of lamps is going to, uh, again, I should say paths. Um, and having lamps to our paths is, is kind of an analogy that we're going to be um, seeing more and more as we go through the book of Proverbs here. Right. Um, something, one last thing that we can yeah. note here maybe, um, verses 5 through 6. Okay. Okay. Um, especially 7, I'm sorry, <clears throat> 7 and 8 is what okay. I'm looking at. Yes. And, I, and I, I love where Solomon says he holds success in store for the upright. Mm-hmm. Okay. He is a shield to those whose walk is blameless, for he guards the course of the just and protects the way of his faithful ones. And I think this is the, you know, Solomon speaking on behalf of the Lord, you know. And so, again, the topic of this chapter is what are the benefits, benefits. of wisdom? And I'm, I'm seeing words like success, mm-hmm. shield, yeah, blameless, guard, blameless, protects. Protect. And I'm, I'm, I'm wondering what that faithful. looks like. In, yeah, faithful. Yeah. And I'm wondering what that looks like in 2023. Hmm. So, yeah. so, so if, if, if we are, if we are experiencing success in the eyes of the Lord, if he's being a shield, if he's guarding our course, if he's protect, what does that look like? Right. Any comments about that? Well, this is an ancient book, really, you know, the Bible and, uh, it's written by God and it tells us the way to live, obviously, and not only for the people that it was written to in that day, but for us today, it's just as relevant. Just so, tr- there's so much truth in the, all this, the words that that were <clears throat> given here. So maybe I would say just read your Bible and live by that that word that you read in the Bible over and over. I've read, I think I've read through the Bible five six times, and it's always fresh and new. And uh, today, it's probably even more relevant than, than it has been in, in, you know, ever. So right. keep, keep reading your Bible, people. Right, exactly. And um, one last thing here is yeah. I, I always think of the word shalom. We hear that Hebrew word a lot. You know, mm-hmm. that, you know, perfect shalom was before sin was in the world. And perfect shalom will be once again when we get to our new creation someday. But we're and we're in the middle here yeah. between the first creation and the and the new creation, um, yeah. and our world is filled with a lot of chaos. But I think those of us who live wisely, right, 
Yeah. Um, I think we can experience shalom in yeah. the, even though we're experiencing Absolutely. the broken world, yes. you know, um, because we know that the Lord is guarding our lives and the Lord is protecting us spiritually and uh, doesn't mean bad things aren't going to happen to us. Right. But it's through but those. he'll bring us through them. Yes. Yes. That we can just have a peace and we can feel protected and guarded and feel like he's a shield around us. So. Right. All right, folks, thank you for listening in today, and um, we will see you back here tomorrow as we dive into Chapter 3. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you. Oh,